following is a presentation of Main Street Media, your source for news, sports, and information on Main Street in Middle Tennessee. It's time for Casey's Take on Sports, covering sports in Cheatham and Dixon County and a take on some other things. Now, a man who always has a take, here's Casey Patrick. Good morning, everybody. How are y'all doing? Uh, I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that everybody's having a good day. Uh, Tom Brady did officially announce his retirement this morning, so all us football fans, uh, we can actually enjoy that. We, we no longer have to watch Darth Vader just uh, go throughout the ranks anymore. Um, also, today, the fit check, I'm wearing my uh, bowling jersey. Professional bowling season did start a few weeks ago. We're not going to – I'm not going to bore you with any professional bowling talk. Um, but uh, we're going to go ahead. I, I'm going to let you know a rundown of the takes. The first take, we got to talk about last week. Uh, the, the whole playoffs have been nutty. They've been wild. I, I've enjoyed watching them. I know, I know most football fans. We're going to talk about last week. Second take is going to be uh, Super Bowl. Uh, we got to preview the Super Bowl. Bengals, Rams. Um Third take, Tom Brady, I'm actually going to get more into his retirement. Uh, there are some other things I want to talk about as, as far as Tom Brady and and uh, just his greatness in general. And then, of course, the fourth take, high school sports coming up. Stay tuned. All right. So let's, let's get into the first take. Uh, we're going to talk about last week's football. Bengals defeated the Chiefs. Uh, if you see me, my eyes are looking over here. I've got my paper written down with all my information. Um, I actually took uh, took quite a bit of time this morning to, to write down everything. So hopefully today uh, we've got I, – I don't run out of anything to talk about. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, Bengals defeated the Chiefs 27-24 in overtime. Evan McPherson as a kicker is uh, he's clutch and he's very good. Uh, I think by now most of you have probably seen the video from him where he was at Florida and he he kicks the top off the Gatorade bottle. If you haven't seen that, you need to go find it. He he legitimately kicks the side of a Gatorade top and it just spins off and flies off the ball. It's a pretty wild video, um, but McPherson's good. Uh, Joe Burrow's good. The Bengals were down early in the game. It was twenty-one to three, and it was it was awful. I mean, the the first the first few minutes, I thought, "Oh, good lord, this is this is bad." I I didn't want to watch it. I don't think anybody wanted to watch it. I, I I'm a, I'm thinking that all of us were afraid that the following three quarters after that onslaught there at the beginning was was just going to be ugly, but. Um, give the Bengals a lot of credit, a lot of credit. I mean, they only allowed three points to Patrick Mahomes in the second half and overtime combined. Three points allowed to Patrick Mahomes in that offense. I mean, it's not just Patrick Mahomes. I, I get that. Andy Reid, y'all know I'm a fan of Andy Reid. Andy Reid's a great coach. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, Jarek McKinnon. I mean, there are weapons all over the field. McCole Harmon. The Bengals defense allowed only three points in the second half and overtime combined. That's uh, that's winning football. That that is how you defeat a team like Kansas City in Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl. 
Good job by the Bengals. Uh, and, and I know I tweeted out yesterday, I said, are we all rooting for the Bengals? I, I hate to use the word rooting um, because, I mean, I'm not uh, I'm not really a Bengals fan, um, uh, but I certainly was a bandwagon fan this weekend. Um, just tired of watching the Chiefs win. Um, but congratulations to Cincinnati. Uh, I, I know there are a lot of fans uh, of that organization that, um, quite frankly, I mean, they haven't seen a lot of postseason success in a long time. Uh, Vontez Perfect and, and Pac-Man Jones ruined uh, their opportunity uh, about seven or eight years ago. Um, but uh, it's something else I want to talk about. A.J. Green, who's been on those awful Cincinnati teams, he went to Arizona this year because he thought it gave him a better chance to go to the Super Bowl, and we see how that worked out. Um, I almost feel bad for A.J. Green, um, but not my problem. He's a millionaire athlete. He'll be all right. Uh, but like I said, again, Bengals, congratulations uh, that they played winning football. Certainly not at the beginning. I, I think we all saw that Patrick kind of ran around and, and did his thing and he hits Tyreek Hill on the move and they're moving the ball up and down the field. And the, I, I, I really want to say that the play at the end of the first half where Eli Apple makes the tackle on Tyreek Hill, uh, and time expires, I mean, uh, that's quite literally the play of the game. Um, and Eli Apple, who I'm not a fan of, and I hope you don't follow him on Twitter because it's not um, – a lot of it doesn't even make sense. He just spends most of his time trash-talking opponents, which is usually fun, uh, but when I can understand it. Um, I think he called Tyree Kill a baby. If so, that's an incredibly fast baby. But um, – he did. He tackled Tyreek Hill uh, right before the goal line at, at the end of the first half. I think that was a huge momentum swing. Uh, obviously, I mean, three-point game. It went to overtime. Completely different ball game if the Chiefs find a way to score there, whether it's a touchdown or field goal or not. But uh, overall, just a nutty game. It kind of adds uh, – the entire playoffs have been insane. And they've been a lot of fun to watch, other than watching Evan McPherson kick a certain 52-yard field goal. Uh, against a certain team. Um, but other than that, uh, the Bengals, again, congratulations. Playoffs have been nutty. Let's talk about the NFC real quick. Uh, Rams defeated the 49ers. Another comeback win. Um, I said last week, I, now I, I did get the Bengals-Chiefs game wrong. I figured the Chiefs would win. The game kind of went how I thought it would until that half. And then second half, the Bengals looked like the better team. Um, so I got that one wrong, but Rams defeated the 49ers. I took the Rams to win, although I thought the Rams were going to win by more points. I, I mean, it just felt like the Rams, you know, they got the ball all the way down there, and then they uh, – I know Stafford threw an interception near or in the end zone at one point, and then uh, Slakowski, or I, I may have butchered that name, but uh, one of the other Rams receivers, he drops a touchdown – it, it always kind of felt like the Rams were winning, but they weren't. They, they were never winning. Uh, the 49ers were ahead and, until it mattered at the end, of course. But um, the Rams, they come back to beat the 49ers. We're going to have a Super Bowl, Joey B and and uh, Matthew Stafford. I, I had a brain fart for a minute. Uh, Matthew Stafford, Joey B, two brand-new faces in the Super Bowl. I think this is – I think this is awesome for football. I think it's I think it's great, especially, you know, um, you have some of the older guys. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is getting older. Tom Brady just announced his retirement. We need to see some fresh faces. So it's it's cool to see that we're gonna have some new guys and and 
I, I don't really know who I'm rooting for. I don't have to look at Patrick Mahomes. I don't like, have to look at Tom Brady. Um, we're going to have fresh faces in the Super Bowl, and 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 I like that. I know the Rams were in it a few years ago, but um, this feels like a different team. Um, the Bengals, they're they're in. <laughs> it's it, that's wild to say the Bengals in the Super Bowl. So. Uh, congratulations to them. Let's talk about the Super Bowl matchup. It's uh, it, next take. That's my next take. We're going to talk about it. Preview it. Well, much like last year, of course, last year Tampa Bay. Pretty sure they hosted the Super Bowl in Raymond James Stadium, their home stadium. We're going to have the same thing this year. Uh, Rams, they're going to host the Super Bowl in SoFi, uh, which I think is pretty neat. I think that's cool, other than the fact that it's in California. Um, I, I have I have no reason to go to California. If the Titans were in the Super Bowl, I would have, I would have made myself go. But um, it, I, I think it is cool that the Rams get to host the Super Bowl as well as play in it. Uh, but, man, we got – we got Joe Burrow. We got Matthew Stafford. And next week uh, on the podcast, I may actually go a little bit deeper in the X's and O's. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about it. I, I think I, I'm going to give you my first initial thought uh, on how I believe the Super Bowl is going to go. Um, first of all, the Titans' defensive line, defense in general, sacked Joe Burrow nine times. Uh the Los Angeles Rams just so happen to have uh, an individual on their team by the name of Aaron Donald. And I don't know if you've been living under a rock. Maybe you don't know who Aaron Donald is. Maybe you never watched him at Pittsburgh. Maybe uh, maybe you haven't seen him uh, throughout his seven or eight years now in the NFL. He is one of, if not the best, overall players in the NFL. Before the season started, I told everybody – for me, it was Derrick Henry and Aaron Donald. They're the two best football players on the planet. I usually just say Derrick Henry because I'm a Titans homer, and I think we're all okay with that. Um, if not, get over it. <laughs> I'm going to be a Titans fan. Uh, but Aaron Donald is an insanely gifted player, and um, he resides on that Rams defense, yeah, specifically the, the defensive line. Uh, they also have Leonard Floyd, Von Miller, there are a few other guys on the defense. I, I mean, if, if I sit here and name their entire – all the good players on their defense will be here for 45 minutes, and that's the last thing any of you want is listen to me ramble that long. But the Rams have a lot of talent um, and on both sides of the ball, obviously. But honestly, that defensive line, I know I know people say, oh, well, the Titans sacked him nine times and they still lost. Yeah, well, the Titans don't have Sean McVay. If, if the Titans had Sean McVay, I just, I just slapped my light. You'll have to stop. I just – I legitimately, like, pow. I hope I didn't just break my – I don't care. I'll buy another one. But if the Titans had Sean McVay, they beat the Bengals. They're just different play calls in general. They beat the Bengals by at least 10. That's neither here nor there. I'm not going to stew on the past. It's only going to make me upset more. I haven't taken my blood pressure medicine yet. I can't do that. But the Rams, I, I, I feel like the Rams are just going to be able to dominate this game up front. San Francisco – is one of those teams that they have won at the line of scrimmage, especially in the second half of the season. They've won most of their games up front. They play bully ball. Defensive line, offensive line, both sides, 
That's what San Francisco wants to do. And the Rams were able to not only compete up front, they were able to win a lot of those matchups. And and I feel like the Rams are just going to continue that. Cincinnati's offensive line, the pass blocking is not good. The run blocking, I, I, I think I saw Mixon carry the ball 12 times Sunday for like 14 yards. I, I just don't I, – I, I like Joe Burrow. I love watching him and Jamar Chase play together. But you have to legitimately think about it. The offensive line for Cincinnati has not been good this year. It's not been good all year long. And the defense for the Rams is probably the best defense that the Bengals are going to face other than maybe the Titans. And the Rams certainly have more name. I mean, like they've got more – uh, what would you call that, star power, I guess? I don't know if that actually counts for anything, but the Rams' defense is definitely good, and they're going to be in Joe Burrow's face all day. The other thing that the Rams have is they have one of the best corners in football. Jalen Ramsey's going to shadow Jamar Chase most of the day. Somebody tweeted out a, a meme that said, watching Jalen Ramsey against Jamar Chase is going to be a religious experience. And I don't know if he's wrong. It's it's going to be a, a, a wild game to watch. Um, But my first initial reaction, and you guys, hey, freezing cold takes, whatever, Twitter, people, whatever you want to take, y- y'all make sure y'all remember this, all right? Hold me, hold me accountable for the dumb stuff that I say. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I feel like the Rams are going to win this game. I feel like they're going to win the game by a lot, too. And and when I say a lot, I don't mean like 35 points. I, I think they're going to win by almost two touchdowns. I, I could see this being like a 13-point difference, 13, maybe even 17-point difference. I just don't trust the Bengals' offensive line to allow Joe Burrow to do much of anything. And the offense uh, for the Rams, I mean, Stafford, is as long as he can keep his head out of his – backside, I think the Rams are going to be fine. They're going to win this game. I, I I ultimately believe I'm thinking like a 31 to 13 type deal, maybe 31 to 14. I don't know. 31, 17 sounds weird, but I'm taking Rams. We're going to go to the next take. We're going to talk about a little Tom Brady real quick. Over the weekend, uh, I, I don't know exactly what day because I don't, I don't keep up with stuff like I should. I think y'all figured that out by now. But over the weekend, Tom Brady, uh, Jeff Darlington, I believe from ESPN, announced that he retired, and Adam Schefter kind of like doubled on that, and and then reports started coming out saying, "Hey, Tom Brady's not, he ain't really made his decision yet," and blah blah blah. And he said he hadn't made a decision yet on his podcast, and then. Tuesday morning, he finally comes out, I believe on Instagram maybe, and um, he shares that he's ready He's ready to call it, uh, call it a career. And there are a few things I want to talk about about Tom Brady. First of all, and I don't know which way I want to go with this. I've got, I've got really two main thoughts I want to go with, and I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the one that I've been thinking about most of the day. You don't have to like Tom Brady. You don't have to love Tom Brady to understand that as a football fan, if you are a football fan, you have been blessed to witness 
the greatest quarterback that has ever played this game up until this point. I like watching the old videos of Joe Montana. Uh, you know, you see the old videos of of all the older quarterbacks, the the Joe Namath, the Dan Marinos, Teddy, uh, Teddy, Terry Bradshaw. The names go on and on. There are a lot of older quarterbacks. Don't get me wrong. I don't care. Tom Brady is better than all of them. And I don't – you can look at stats. His stats are better than everybody in most stats because of longevity. Seven <laughs> Super Bowl rings. Seven Super Bowl rings. I don't even think I've dated seven women in my entire life. That's insane to win seven Super Bowls. He's better than anybody else that's ever played this game. He's better than you. He's better than me. He's better than everybody else that's ever played. I'm not a Tom Brady fan. I didn't like watching the Patriots. I I enjoyed I enjoyed Tom and his sense of humor a little bit more when he got to Tampa Bay. I, I think he was a little bit more of a smart aleck and definitely fun to keep up with on social media because he would give people a hard time. But 84,000 yards, 624 touchdowns. The crazy part is his last two years, uh, both in <clears throat> Tampa Bay, he had 40 touchdowns in both of those seasons. Tom Brady never threw for 40 touchdowns in an entire season except for the record-setting season when he broke. Peyton Manning had 49, and Tom Brady threw for 50. Tom Brady threw for 50 touchdowns. That was the only time up until the last two years that Tom Brady had ever thrown 40 or more touchdowns in a season. The last two, he threw 40 in both of the seasons. You can attribute that to uh, he's got a lot of talent on that team, and, and, and I get that, blah, 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 whatever. It's amazing that he could be 44 or whatever he was this year. I mean, I, I'll be 30 here in a few days, and my I don't even use this arm in my left arm. My elbow hurts. I don't. I, Tom Brady's 44 years old. He's old enough to have grandkids, and he's out here throwing 40 touchdowns, 5,300 yards, or something like that this year. That's insane. Back to back 40 touchdown seasons in his 40s. He is the best to ever do it. And if you're if you're a fan of football, you don't have to like Tom Brady. I'm not going to ask you to like Tom Brady. <clears throat> Heck, I'm not even going to expect you to like Tom Brady. I will, however, tell you that you should be incredibly happy that you were able to witness the best football player of all time. Now, here's the other part. Here's the other thing I wanted to say about Tom Brady. Uh, if I had a mansion on, I don't know, a beach somewhere, and my wife just so happened to look like Giselle Bunchen, there's not any amount of money on this planet that you could have paid me to play the last 10 years. I'm surprised Tom made it this far. If he could have went home and said, oh, hey, honey, how are you to his beautiful supermodel all universe looking wife and and you know he's got kids at home and he's money's not a problem never going to be a problem he's in great shape i don't know how he lasted this long i i wouldn't have which y'all know me i mean uh, somebody could give me 20 bucks and i would have retired on it but 
the fact that he lasted as long as he did is is insane. And he's and he's still in in I mean he's still in fairly good shape. Like I said, the the last two years he's putting up goofy amounts of points. I am happy he's gone. I don't know why it took this long to get him to go away. I think it was just a. I think the whole Tampa Tom thing was just about – I think he just wanted to stick it to Belichick because Belichick wanted to move on from him. And he uh, – report said, and I don't know if this is true. We all just go off what other people say, right? A few years ago, Belichick wanted to get rid of Tom and, and give the keys to the offense to Jimmy Garoppolo. And, uh, well, Belichick didn't get to do that. In fact, he didn't get to keep Garoppolo, and then Brady left right after. And I think Brady just went to Tampa, and he probably thought about quitting then, but he went to Tampa just to say, hey, Bill, I'm still better than you, and I'm going to show you why. And that's exactly what he did. He won, a, he won a Super Bowl. They went back this year as the second, I think, second seed in the playoffs. Lost to a really good Rams team. Um, I know Tom Brady's not going to watch this. But first of all, congratulations on a wonderful career. Congratulations on what I expect to be an, an awesome retirement. Um, he gets to go home to – he's got all the money in the world. He's got a nice house, beautiful wife, kids. It doesn't get much better than that. Greatest football, greatest football player of all time. It's okay to admit that, even if you don't like him. Now, we're going to talk a little bit of high school sports coming up next. That's my last take. Now, before we get too far into the high school stuff, um, I will say because of uh, COVID and, and viruses and then, of course, weather we've had the last few weeks, which it's been beautiful outside the last few days. I was outside in shorts, felt great, driving around with the windows down. But we all know here around, I, I mean, I'm in Dixon. We all know in this area we've had some snow here lately. Some of my schedules may be absolutely awful. If you're a coach or an AD and you're watching this and my information is wrong, please reach out to me and tell me it should be different. Um, but we're going to go over a little bit of high school stuff uh, this week. And like I said, this is what I've got on my schedule. It may not even be right. It's been hard to keep up with everything. COVID has absolutely ruined <laughs> schedules. It's it's awful. And, of course, like I said, the weather threw, threw everybody off. But uh, Dixon County will be playing at Northwest. I can't even read my own handwriting. How ridiculous is that? Thank God I type. If you people that that read my articles, if you had to read it in my handwriting, you'd stop. I mean, you, you would just look at, at Marty's photos or Bill's photos and be like, oh, great, sports, and be done because you can't read what I write. I can't even read what I write. Dixon County will be uh, traveling to Northwest on Friday. And then uh, they did have – I know this one's right because I looked at the Dixon Twitter. Uh, they're hosting Waverly on Saturday. It's going to be a 1 o'clock tip. Uh, that's going to be fun. Saturday, I'm going to be at Austin P. State University. And for those of you that don't know why, Ty Tomlin is going to look to improve his perfect record. Uh, and I cannot wait for that. I'm going to be there Saturday. Spoke with some uh, promotional people, uh, some b boxing promoters yesterday, going to – uh, I hopefully got my media pass set up. It's crazy. I get paid to go watch people do stuff. This is an awesome job. Uh, but uh, Dixon is going to host Waverly Saturday. Like I said, 1 o'clock tip for varsity. Uh, I think the junior varsity plans on playing, so if you've got a kid or, or 
You want to go watch somebody else's junior varsity team? I want to say their game starts at 1030. That might be wrong. Check out Dixon County uh, Cougar on um, Dixon County Cougar Network, maybe, on uh, Twitter. Now we're going to move to Creekwood. Uh, Creekwood is traveling to Greenbrier on Tuesday. Oh, my God, my handwriting is off. Um, and that may not be correct because I know they played last week, but Creekwood's traveling to Greenbrier, or they're supposed to travel to Greenbrier on Tuesday. And then uh, at West Creek on Friday. That's going to be a fun matchup. Dixon played West Creek earlier in the year. Um, the the Lady Redhawks shouldn't have an issue against West Creek, but that boys team is really athletic. Um, a little bit smaller team West Creek is, but they're fast They and, and they attack defensively. Now, uh, moving on to Harpeth, uh, they will be facing Hickman on Tuesday. And then my schedule says they're at Cheatham County on Friday. I don't know if that's true. I'm going to check with somebody. But Harpeth at Cheatham, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and Cheatham's also going to face – they're going to Montgomery Central on Tuesday. Sycamore is heading to White House Heritage on Tuesday. Uh, my buddy Blaine Keller is going to be up there. He's going to cover that game for me Uh and, hey, if you're watching this and, and and you keep up with Main Street Media, I don't care if you have a team that that Blaine Keller covers or not, you need to read his articles. Uh, he's a very talented, very, very hardworking young man. He's helped me out a lot the last few weeks. Um, he covered Creekwood last week, and then it, he covered another team before that. My brain doesn't work correctly, so you know I can't tell you which team it was. I can't remember that. Um, but but Blaine's been a huge help to me. I, I know he's helped the rest of us out before. He's, he's been a freelancer for the company for a while. Uh, check out his work, um, and you better hope that he covers one of your teams because it, it, it is really fun to to kind of read the, the way he keeps – the way he does an article. I, I love it. Uh, but uh, Sycamore is going to be at White House Heritage on Tuesday, and then they're hosting Stewart County on Friday. Did I get that right? Oh, I did get that right. I thought I missed. I thought I misread my own handwriting once again. Um, I've been speaking with some wrestling coaches. We've got the uh, wrestling is towards the end of the year now. I mean, it's coming up. Let's see wrestling, of course, bowling's over. I said that basketball, wrestling. There's not too much else going on right now. However, right around the corner. Uh, of course, I went to Cheatham and Sycamore uh, last Friday. And while I was there, uh, Coach uh, Garrett, the softball coach, uh, she came up to me and she gave me a softball schedule. Um, and softball's right around the corner. I mean, they're, they're already practicing. Well, I mean, they practice all year long, but um, they're raring. They're, they're ready to go. Um, can't blame them. I love baseball season. I, I, you guys know that. Uh, but baseball and softball right around the corner. Boys soccer also right around the corner. I got to speak with uh, Coach McCullough, uh, Taylor McCullough, the uh, the boys soccer coach, uh, while I was there Friday. Um, of course, he said he said he's, he's got to get me a, a schedule, and so um, boys soccer coming up, tennis is coming up. More on that in just one second, and also track and field. Uh, track and field just around the corner as well. Now tennis. Uh, just real quick, this is something I learned yesterday. Uh, Dixon County's got a massive budget to spend on stuff that I guess they see fit as far as the school board goes. And they spent a lot of that massive budget taking the fence out around the tennis court. And now that they've spent more than they expected to, they decided to stop working on the tennis court. So now you just have 
a bunch of spent money for an area that nothing's gotten done. So if you're watching this, I'm going to have to go figure out what's going on with this tennis court. I got to figure out where the Cougars are going to play. The Cougars and Lady Cougar uh, tennis teams, I got to figure out where they're going to play. They might be playing at Buckner. Who, who knows? Um, so be looking for that. That's that's going to be in next yeah next week's paper. Be looking for that. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a little bit of investigative journalism. Y'all like that? Um, I actually have to work. That's weird. They usually just pay me to watch sports. No, I I, I actually enjoy doing stories like these. You get to. You get to figure out stuff. So I, I got to figure out what what we're gonna uh, what the Dixon County Cougars are gonna do with their tennis uh, court. I got to figure out where they're gonna play. I got to figure out why they just spent a bunch of money for nothing. So we're we're gonna I'm gonna get on get on that case as soon as I hop off here. What a wild weekend! We get the Pro Bowl next week. I guess did they still do the Pro Bowl before that? But Super Bowl, hey, two weeks, February thirteenth, SoFi Stadium. Super Bowl's coming up. Tom Brady's not in it. Patrick Mahomes ain't in it. Oh, man. I'm excited, and I hope y'all are too. Thanks for checking out Casey's Take. My elbow's still messed up. Kids, don't get old and fat. It hurts. Don't do that. Um, Super Bowl coming up two weeks. Everybody stay ready for that. Spring sports around the corner. It's time to be really excited right now. Thanks for checking out Casey's Take. And uh, y'all have a good evening. This has been Casey's Take on Sports. Follow Casey on Twitter at CVP51 and online at MainStreetPreps.com. Check out the podcast if you missed any part of this. Wednesdays at noon, it drops every week. Casey's Take on Sports is a Main Street Media production.